Hello and welcome to Lifestyle First. My name is Dr. Alka Patel and I am your host here discussing lifestyle medicine and making self-care as easy as one, two, three. Each week I'll be answering one question by taking a deep dive into two aspects of research and literature and giving you three actionable health tips to embed self-care into your every day. And I'll be taking you through the Lifestyle First Method. It's an acronym for a method founded in evidence that takes you through a blueprint of 10 key determinants of health and happiness and takes you from knowing what to do and why to do it and translating that into how to do it. Now, I know life is busy, so each episode will be a short light bite for you to be able to absorb with ease into your day. This is series one, episode six, and the theme in the Lifestyle First Method that we'll be exploring today is S, sleep. It feels like one of those mysteries of life, doesn't it? Why we get horizontal when the sun disappears, lapse into a comatose state for hours, physically paralysed with who knows what going on in our minds. Sometimes feels unnecessary, doesn't it? So much to do, so little time. So guess what so many of us do? Well, I know what, let me ease off on that need for that bizarre thing called sleep and let me stay awake for as long as I can, doing the things I want to and need to do. I know, we've all been there, but there are consequences. So, the one question I want to ask today is, why is eight not only your magic number, but your critical number when it comes to sleep? Did you know that the World Health Organization has declared sleep loss an epidemic in the industrialized nations? An epidemic, meaning a disproportionate amount of us have poor sleep with so many ripple effects. Now, there's lots of factors that contribute to sleep loss. Long hours working, education levels, alcohol consumption, obesity, depression, anxiety, work stress, work demands, raising children, all of these contributing to our sleep. Now, we generally know how much sleep we need. The number eight has been whizzing about for a long time. And the National Sleep Foundation consensus report, well, that recommends seven to nine hours of sleep for adults aged 18 to 64 and seven to eight hours for adults aged 65 plus. But why? Well, let's turn to the literature for some answers. Now, if you only read one book this year, read this one, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. I'll say that again, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. It will add so much sustenance to your understanding of sleep that you will immediately want to move sleep from the bottom rung of your list of priorities all the way to the top rung. So what does Matthew say? Routinely sleeping less than eight hours a night demolishes your immune system and doubles your risk of cancer. Insufficient sleep is a key factor determining whether or not you will develop 
Alzheimer's disease. Sleep disruption contributes to depression, anxiety and suicidality. Researchers in Japan, well, they've shown that restricting sleep to four or five hours a night affects emotional responses with a 60% increase in emotional reactivity in those who are sleep deprived compared to those who sleep for eight hours. Yes, you are more irritable, angry, sad and tearful if you don't sleep eight hours. Lack of sleep makes you hungry and gain weight. You automatically eat 300 calories more a day. Regularly sleeping less than seven hours means you are more likely to have a micro sleep whilst driving and kill someone. You're 30 to 40% less able to learn or cram facts for an exam without adequate sleep. Two German researchers, Jenkins and Dallenbach, they published their research findings back in 1924. And what they did was they gave a group of people a list of facts to learn and half the group were tested on their recall and memory after eight hours of sleep and the other half after eight hours awake. And those who slept, yes, they had a better memory, 30% better memory. The need for sleep for performance, well, that's been cited by the International Olympic Committee Consensus Statement on Youth Athletic Development. Why would they cite sleep? Because they found that anything less than eight hours sleep, and in particular less than six hours, that results in physical exhaustion 10 to 30% quicker than after eight hours of sleep, and injuries are massively increased. Less than a 35% chance of injury with eight hours of sleep, more than a 70% chance of injury with less than six hours sleep. That's double. Ultimately, the shorter you sleep, the shorter your lifespan. Let's have a look at a second piece of literature. Vijay Chattu and his team, well, they did an extensive review of all the research that they could get their hands on looking at sleep insufficiency and its implications. And they published their findings in March 2019 in a paper called The Global Problem of Insufficient Sleep and Its Serious Public Health Implications. And here are their findings of insufficient sleep. Insufficient sleep contributes to erratic behaviour. Suicidal risk goes up. Irritability, moodiness and frustration are common. Microsleeps with brief mental lapses, they occur more often. Car accidents and fatalities occur. Attention lapses, they affect planning, coping and problem solving. Academic success, yes, that's affected. And there's more susceptibility to infections, particular upper respiratory tract infections. There's more weight gain, more diabetes, more high blood pressure, more heart disease. So there you have it. Your answer to why eight hours sleep is not just a magic number, but a critical number. We sleep for so many functions. There is not a single organ which is not enhanced by sleep or impaired without it. Its function is linked to our ability to learn, our ability to make memories, to make logical decisions. It lets us navigate our social and psychological challenges. 
it resurges our immune system, it fights malignancy, it helps prevent infection, it retunes our metabolic states and regulates our appetite, controls our body weight, maintains our gut health and our gut microbes and on and on. It keeps us alive. The impact of not sleeping one night far outweighs the impact of not eating one night or that day or not exercising for one day or one night. The single most effective thing you can do to reset your brain and be ready for the next day is sleep. Eight hours is non-negotiable. So now, here is the part I most look forward to. Your three health hacks, your three activating actions, your lifestyle first prescription. And today I'm prescribing you sleep. So, number one, find out if you are sleep deprived with these three very simple yes or no questions. If I don't set an alarm clock, I could easily sleep past it. Yes or no? I feel I need caffeine before noon to function at my optimal. Yes or no? I wake up tired and could happily go back to sleep before 11am. Yes or no? If you answer yes to any of these questions, then you critically need to retune into your body's natural sleep rhythm. So how are you going to do this? So number two, set an alarm to go to bed may sound odd. I mean, many of us are so used to setting an alarm to wake up, but an alarm to go to bed? Actually, having a fixed bedtime and a fixed wake-up time is a very, very good way to reset your body clock. Consistency is key. And stick to the same times at the weekend and weekdays. And if you are tempted by that lion at the weekend, don't let the difference between weekday and weekend wake-up times exceed a two-hour difference. And number three, change your work culture. Are you working late into the night? Are you responding to work emails after you're home from work? If so, then it's time to change the culture. The hour or two before you go to bed has a profound impact on the quality and quantity of your sleep. So avoid working at home past 8pm and use this time instead to develop a more relaxed evening routine. And if your boss, well, if he or she insists on immediate responses at whatever hour, then perhaps ask him or her to listen to this podcast and remind him or her that your productivity and creativity and reasoned thinking will be significantly enhanced with eight hours of sleep. And that concludes today's episode, making self-care as easy as one, two, three with the backing of information and evidence from the field of lifestyle medicine. I really hope this has inspired you to take action. Please don't forget to subscribe and share because the more you share, the more you too are instrumental in spreading messages of health that matter. And of course, please do leave me comments, ratings and a review so that I can continue to provide you with credible, motivating, thought-stimulating and practical information that lets you shape your health and be the author of your own health story.
the Lifestyle First YouTube channel and podcast are both sister channels. So do let me know what you think and connect with me on all the usual social media handles and channels at Dr. Alka Patel UK. And use the hashtag, hashtag the Lifestyle First podcast or TLFP so that I can easily connect with you. And if you want to know more and access show notes and free resources, then just head on over to my website, www.dralkapatel.com. I look forward to welcoming you back next week.